yes, you're allowed to have an opinion on things mm -hmm. and you deserve that opinion, but does it always need to be said in front of mm -hmm. other people? Is it worth, you may get to say what you said, but did you really win yeah. by saying what you wanted to say? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you might not have really won by saying that mm -hmm. because you dishonored him. Welcome back to another episode of The Woman Podcast. My name is Katie Bizet, and I'll be your host. And today we have Michelle Bizet with us. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Michelle and her husband are pastors of New Life Church, which is the home base of this podcast. Right. And then we also have my sister-in-law, Grace Bizet, with us. Say hi, Grace. <laughs> hi, ladies. She's Grace Bizet, who? <laughs> oh. Grace Ferguson. I'm not a Bizet. Oops. I'm sorry. Oops. <laughs> I'm still learning these things. It's still so new. It's, it's hard so to remember. New. But anyways, you're with us and that's all that counts. Absolutely. So today we have the exciting chance to talk about marriage, the topic of marriage. And it's something that is very near and dear to all of our hearts because we're married. Yes. Yeah. And Michelle, how many years have you been married? We will be married 32 years in April. Wow. I know. It makes me really old. <laughs> right, because you're like only it. 39. Right. I was a child bride. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It got weird really fast. That's the joke. <laughs> Uh, everyone feels awkward. <laughs> and Grace, how long have you been married? I've been married for one year on December 31st. Wow. Yeah. New Just Year's hit. Eve. Yes. The best anniversary. It's a good anniversary date. It really is. Because you're always going to kiss no matter what. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You got to. Okay. So today we just want to talk about marriage because... It <laughs> I don't know why, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know why we want to talk about marriage. Because uh, we all need help. Because we all need help. So, you know, before marrying Hunter, I'm married to Michelle's oldest son, Hunter. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, before I got married, I thought that marriage was really just all sunshine and rainbows. And I'm not saying that it's not, but there are definitely days where you have to put in a little more effort. It's not just like beautiful eyelash movements. <laughs> yeah. Does that even make sense? Um, but now that we are two kids in, six years later, I realize that, you know, it really takes a lot of wisdom. It takes the input of people who have been there before me. And I have relied on you so many times, Michelle, because you have walked this road now for 32 years. And you just have so much wisdom. And so I would love to hear from you. Um, you know, at our church, Pastor Rick, a lot of times when he talks about marriage, he will talk about how your first couple of years of marriage weren't the best mm -hmm. had some quarrels so to speak <laughs> but i would love to hear it from your perspective because we've heard it from him so many times so could you tell us about 
you guys' first year of marriage. Right. I know. I'm so glad sometimes when I get to the mic to be able to redeem things right. that are said from the pulpit so many times. Every time he tells the first year marriage story, it gets more and more dramatic every time. <laughs> I just know it. Oh, and so the first couple years definitely weren't that great. But I tell him all the time, was it that bad? No, it was that bad. And but it definitely was for us um just trying to make two worlds one mm-hmm. was definitely a battle that first year and I thought the way I did things was the mm-hmm. right way. He thought the way he did things was the right way. I wanted to do things the way I was raised. He wanted to do things the way he was raised. And we had to new find a new thing for our family and what was right for us. Right. And just relinquishing preconceived ideas when coming into marriage of what, how I thought things should mm-hmm. be. And I remember really very vividly one day us getting in an argument and it needed to be my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And Rick looking at me and telling me that, Michelle, there are more than one way. There's more than one way to get things done. And I just remember thinking... Yeah, you know, there probably (laughs) is more than one way to get things done. And I didn't like it at the moment at all. I did not want to hear that. Mm -hmm. But that was definitely something that resonated in me after that. Mm -hmm. And um, so I just think there was a lot of, for us, and I think in marriage as a whole, of dying to self and just dying to who I am, Rick having to die to who he is. And just really championing the other person. Right. Yes. How how old were y'all when you got married? I was 21 and he was 26. Okay. Gotcha. That five-year gap. That five-year gap. Yes. Hunter and I have the the opposite. (laughs) So Hunter is three and a half years younger than me. And yeah. But I know. I can totally relate with that because I remember when Hunter and I got married, I was... I had been out of college and working and had a house and I just felt like Miss Independent and my way was the established way and I was probably a little bit bossy. <laughs> okay, so Grace, yes. you just said that you've been married one year, December 31st. Yes. And can you tell us how has your first year of marriage been and is there anything that you have learned? It has been going Good. It's definitely had its up and ups and downs, but I did get so nervous about being married for the first year because I you do hear it all the right. time. The first year of marriage is just so tricky. The first year of marriage right. is so hard, right. and I just felt so under pressure. I was like, Oh my goodness, why is the first year <laughs> of marriage going to be so hard? And so, with that being said, there's definitely moments where I'm like, This is pretty challenging, but there are such good moments mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes those moments get pushed to the side, but it's definitely a balance of both. But I have learned in this marriage, this first year of marriage, that communication is key. And I know we have heard this from every single person so many times, but it's just so true because like you said, Katie, I was just independent and the most person I communicated with was my mom. (laughs) And I didn't know that how to communicate with my husband so much, but I just went from being one person by myself to one person with Kyle. Mm -hmm. And so that just 
brought up more challenges because you do every day you have to re-talk about right. your day you have to re-communicate all the small things that you know you probably talked about the day before what you're doing the next day but you have right. to re-evaluate of what you did today how was it how did it feel what did you eat for lunch was it good <laughs> did you enjoy it all of the things and it's like oh my goodness this is hard work but it's so important mm-hmm. because quality time is important to me mm-hmm. and with that comes good communication mm-hmm. and then communication is so important to him so you just live your life normal and then you get married one day and it's just you have to remember to change those things to living your life with that person and keeping them in on your communication right that's so good which is I mean you mentioned that that's what you've learned in your first year of marriage but it's also so important that you keep that up I think if you've been married 20 years 30 years you start letting it's easy to start letting some of those things Mm -hmm. slack and it's good to hear a fresh perspective from somebody that's been married a year. Yes. And be reminded, you know, those common courtesies mm-hmm. of just checking on each other at the end of the day. How mm-hmm. are you? Mm-hmm. How was your day? Mm-hmm. How are you doing? Right. That you get so comfortable after years of marriage that you don't give those common courtesies to the person yeah, you live with. That's good. Right. That is good. I know. I think I heard you talking about this the other day, Grace, whenever you were... Oh, when we were talking about our goals for the year, and you said that one of your goals, well, will you say that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one of my goals for the year is yeah. to be a better wife. Yes. Yes, just because it's still so new to me. I'm just learning so much that I really just don't want to forget that it's okay that it's new and that I can right. still work to be a better wife. Right. And for Kyle, one of his love languages is what is it? Words of affirmation. And I'm not that good at that because I don't love words of affirmation. I'm like, why are you complimenting me? That's making me feel stressed out. But he has to have it. So, and it's not just one time or two times even. It has to be five times about the same thing. And I just have to remember that. I have to prioritize that because he needs that. And it's an easy thing for me to do. I just have to remember. I just have to remember it. So that's just, yeah, definitely a goal for me this year that I want to be better at that. I want to compliment him more Mm -hmm. just because he needs it. Mm -hmm. And I know it'll help our marriage. Right. But honestly, the fact that you're one year in and you recognize that and you're thinking about what does he need, I mean, you're way ahead of the game, so props no. to you. <laughs> some weeks are good, some weeks are <laughs> right. I get it some days. But honestly, even when you were sharing that at family night the other night, I thought about, that's just a good reminder of, like Michelle was saying, sometimes it does take someone in their first year of marriage to remind you of the basics. And for me, I thought about, oh yeah, I should be thinking about what are Hunter's love languages? Mm-hmm. Am I meeting those? Because... Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get so ingrained into just living life with one another that we may not even pay attention to, oh, yeah, he specifically is loved in this way. He receives Mm -hmm. love in this way, and Mm -hmm. that may not even be on my radar. Right, right, right. So, And if some of you out there don't know what we're talking about with love languages, there's a great book out there that's the five love love languages. Yeah. Just Google it. You'll find it and learn so much. It's so important. It just helps you understand your husband a little bit better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We'll put a link to it in the show notes. Oh, you're so fancy. Turns out we can do that. (laughs) Learning everything. Okay, so when I was thinking about us sitting down and talking about marriage, one of the things that really stuck out to me um, or that I thought about was just the idea of honoring your husband and Um, When I say honoring, I don't mean like you roll out the red carpet and lead him to the throne, but like he's not the king. (laughs) 
<laughs> Clearly, I've been watching too much Downton Abbey. <laughs> you don't have to call him your lordship. But um, honestly, Hunter's told me I should stop watching him. It's so good. But okay, so the idea of honoring your husband um, and just. <laughs> Now I'm off track. I'm thinking about Downton Abbey. <laughs> My mind has gone to the house. I was thinking about the characters. <laughs> Honoring your husband. Honoring your husband. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so Michelle, this is something that, as I have been around your family for the last however many years, you just do this so well. Mm -hmm. And I honestly don't think I have ever heard you say a negative thing about Rick. And that is so impressive, and that's so... Um, not the way the world works. Yeah. You know, I just feel like it is common nature for women to sit around and like complain about their husbands. And I don't like that. And I don't want us to be women who are like that. And, but at the same time, I don't know who is teaching women how to be people who, how to be spouses who honor their husband. And so I guess as I was thinking about this, I just thought, can you talk about that stuff? Can you share about that? Have you always been like that? How did you learn to honor Rick? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I'm so glad you feel that way because <laughs> I don't know that I always nail it. And um, so that it does come across that way. And I'm like, oh, okay. I guess I'm doing better than some of the thoughts in my head sometimes. Whatever. <laughs> and, um, and so I just know that... Um, you know, love and respect that women need to feel love and men need to feel respected. If you ask a man um, how he feels loved, it's to feel respected. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the way that we respect men is with our words. And it could be like what Grace said, words of affirmation or just um, w not saying negative words against them. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so I know that there's a lot of times in our marriage where I have to remember that maybe we're in an argument or we're not flowing well. And I have to think back that I could think about, I'm just not feeling loved right now. I am just not feeling loved by him or I could think oh did I say something to make him feel disrespected mm -hmm. and if I can think back because he is not in the moment going to tell me oh I just feel so disrespected by you right now right. he's not going to do that but if mm -hmm. I can remember in that moment to think did I say something did my actions portray mm -hmm. something that showed disrespect mm -hmm. and if I can do that and go back and say hey when I said this this is not what I meant when I acted this way that is not what I meant by that mm -hmm. and it can clear up things really quickly mm -hmm. and so I think that there's just a lot of ways to show honor and respect but mm -hmm. one of them is just remembering that they're the way they feel loved is to feel respected mm -hmm. and um so yeah that's, that's what that's I would so say good. I know I there is a book called love and respect yes by somebody well, you'll just add that to the link in just, the bio too with that, that other show one notes. Yes, show notes that that's what we do <laughs> show notes um but yeah i actually remember reading that book in our first few years of marriage and it being like so eye-opening to me because i didn't realize it that yeah. if i'm so selfishly <clears throat> focused on myself and i'm like oh i don't feel loved well, nine times out of ten, I'm also going to be behaving in a way that where he doesn't feel respected. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. 
And if he feels respected, it's so much easier for him to show love. Yeah. Exactly. Too. It ends up being a vicious cycle right. if we're not careful. Right. Grace, do you have any thoughts on this, on honoring your husband? What are you learning well, this first year Well, I've just noticed marriage? that within this year, um, there'll just be weeks where we're just flowing. It's all good. We're together. It's good. He's complimenting me. I'm complimenting him. And we're just in it together. Yeah. So in sync. <laughs> And then there's weeks where I'm knocking him down, he's knocking me down, I'm knocking him down, he's mm-hmm. knocking me down, and it's just so repetitive. Mm-hmm. But it all comes back to the love and respect, because when he shows me love and I show him respect, that's when our weeks are so good. Mm-hmm. And that's when we're just in line and mm-hmm. everything feels awesome. But the minute I disrespect him, then he's not showing me love, and then it repeats itself right. of a bad week. Right. And those weeks are not fun. Right. <laughs> so if we could just remember right. to respect our husbands. Right. And it's not doesn't mean, and I just think that in society now that that word can have a bad connotation. Yeah, Yeah. and that it does not. It's um, it you know do we just need to change our mindset? That does not mean that we are a footstool and that we are going to be run over. Right. It just means that you can have flow and that you. Um, just flow with one another. Yeah. If you are respecting him, then he can love you. It doesn't yeah. mean a doormat mm-hmm. yeah. Definitely. at all. That's so good. Okay, so practically breaking it down, when you're having an off week and you're knocking him down, he's knocking you down, how do you reset, Grace? I really just have to put my pride to the side mm-hmm. and get over it and say, I'm going to say a few awesome things about him and hopefully <laughs> it'll change around. It'll yeah. come full circle. Yeah. And yeah. so... I do. I just have to catch myself and like, why am I doing this? You're only making things worse right. over and over again. Right. Just tell him how amazing he is and that you want to put this in the past. Mm-hmm. And then things will start to go mm-hmm. on the upside. And that sounds easy. And it might not be that easy sometimes. Mm-hmm. But most of the time it is just taking a minute, mm-hmm. pushing things to the side, mm-hmm. and just telling each other how amazing you are. And then thinking, oh, wow, we were being silly. <laughs> Let's get back to where we were. <laughs> right. But what you said, I think putting your pride aside that's the key and it isn't easy it's Mm -hmm. never easy to put your pride aside because you literally have to humble yourself and say i was wrong (laughs) which is the worst i know (laughs) especially when in your mind you're like but you were wrong too Uh (laughs) but in this moment i'm not gonna point that out or bring that up take the humble love does not keep a record of wrongs yeah I know, which brings me to that um, Grace and I were talking earlier today. We were driving in the car, coming here, and what did you ask me, Grace? I said, you know that verse in the Bible that says you shouldn't go to bed angry? It's worded a little bit different, but that's Don't let the sun go down on your ass. Yes, there you go. And I was like, I don't know if I agree. Do you agree? Because sometimes there'll just be nights where we're fighting about something so silly and I am tired and I'm frustrated and things are just getting blown way out of proportion because we've started with something so simple about not cleaning up something and now I'm making it a big deal and it just gets way out of hand. I'm like, sometimes if I go to bed, mom, I wake up in the morning and I laugh about what happened the night before and I'm like, that was ridiculous. 
And so I'm like, do you agree with that verse? And I was <laughs> like, well, I don't know. It is the Bible, and I do agree with God's it word. It is God's truth. I know, I know. <laughs> and, um, but we were just in talking about that, and we were talking to another one of our pastor's wife, and, um, and she had a really great point on that. And um, she was just saying how that it's not always maybe about having everything right before you go to bed that night, but maybe it's more about at the end of the night just saying, hey, no matter what, Maybe we agree to disagree, but we are on the same team. And maybe sometimes you do need to be able to go to bed, wake up in the morning, see it in a different light. But before you go to bed that night, just look at each other and just said, you know, I'm, I'm struggling right now. I'll probably be better in the morning, but no matter what, I might not like you very much right now, but I I will always love you. (laughs) And we are on the same team. And I think that that's. What that's that scripture. So good. That makes more sense. <laughs> I like it said that way. <laughs> that's awesome. So true. Good advice, Cody Bennett, our campus yes, all shout out. <laughs> shout out to Cabot Campus. She's amazing. Okay, so just to kind of dig a tiny bit deeper into the honoring topic, I was just thinking about say that you are in a in your home, the privacy of your own home. And there is a moment that goes down. Maybe it's a disciplinary moment with kids or whatever, but you don't agree mm-hmm. with the decision that was made. Maybe your husband made a call on something and you're mm-hmm. like, in your heart, you think, man, I would have done that a different way. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about how you stay honoring towards him in that moment? Mm-hmm. Right. I know for us, it was even like you said, if I did not agree, it was really important that we had a united front. Yeah. And that in front of our kids, we were going to be on the same page no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I would maybe then bring him into our bedroom later. And I have told people before that because Rick's personality, he's got a really strong personality. So a lot of times his personality can be like, no, no, that will be his immediate reaction to something. And so I would um, not in front of our kids bring him into the bedroom and just say, hey, okay, now when you said this, were you being a butt? Or <laughs> I would really say Michelle that. said butt. <laughs> Are you being yeah. a butt? Or can we talk about this? Talk about your reasoning behind that. And if I would have said something like that in front of our children, his his defenses are going to go up. There, mm-hmm. We are not going to be able to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Our kids would know immediately that they have a loophole, that they have a way out. They know who to play yeah. then immediately. But if I we can go into the bedroom and we can discuss it, and then if I put him in um, in a safe place and talk to him, and he could be, then he may be like, no, um, I this is how I feel about that. Or you're right, you're right. I was being a butt, <laughs> <laughs> and we can rethink this, and then we can go back out as a united front. And then it doesn't. He'll go back out and just say, "Your mom and I have been talking." Mm-hmm. This is the way we see it now. And then it wasn't like, they don't need to see that I changed his mind either. And he needs to come out more with like, we talk together. It's more, Mm -hmm. a it's a unified front. Mm -hmm. And, um, And then that way they are children know that he they saw me honor him Mm -hmm. in front of them by what he says i'm going to walk out Mm -hmm. whether i like it or not Mm -hmm. that's good 
That is so good. And it's just a good reminder in general, like when you're out and about with your husband and a conversation is happening with whoever, to be careful not to disagree in public. In public. That's true. You know, because, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, there are times when you can have a conversation and opinions are shared and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you're adamantly disagreeing, it doesn't need to happen in front of people. Right. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, because that's just, you know, that is definitely a way to dishonor mm-hmm. is that you're public in front of people. And yes, you're allowed to have an opinion on things mm-hmm. and you deserve that opinion. But does it always need to be said in front of mm-hmm. other people? Is it worth, you may get to say what you said, but did you really win yeah. by saying what you wanted to say? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you might not have really won by saying that mm-hmm. because you dishonored him. That's wisdom right there. Man. You heard it here first, ladies. <laughs> That's right. If you weren't going to, go ahead and write that down. Okay, so last question. Either one of you who wants to answer it, Grace or Michelle, what is the best piece of marriage advice you've ever received that you'd like to share? Mm. could be funny. could be serious. Cody Bennett has always has a good piece Fight of naked. advice. That's what I've always heard. Fight That's, naked. That one comes from Cody Bennett. She seems to be popular on the show today. We should have had her. I know, right? Okay, there it is. Fight, Fight naked. naked. All right, ladies. Okay, last thing. I would love it, Michelle, if you would pray over the women who are listening specifically about just their marriages, that God would be with them. Okay, I would love that. Father, I just lift up every woman that is listening to this show right now. And Father, I just pray that you just encourage every woman out there. There could be women that are listening that their marriage game is on right now. But I just pray, Lord God, that you just continue to to give them the courage just to continue on and to learn and to grow in their marriage. And Father, there could be women that are listening right now and that they're at their um, their wits end with marriage. And I just pray, Lord God, that you encourage them right where they're at right now. Prop them up on every leaning side. I just pray that you give them hope where there is no hope. Father, I just pray, Lord God, that for um, every woman out there, Lord Jesus, that you just encourage her, just encourage her to be that you can't change the person that you are living with. The only person you can change is you. And I just pray, Lord God, that we will just all as wives and um, that you will just help us to just focus on ourselves, Lord God, and not trying to change our husbands, but just change who we are with you. And I just pray, Lord God, that in those moments when we get frustrated, as wives, Lord God, that you would just help us just to be women of prayer in those moments that there's certain times where we just don't have to take it out on them, that if we could just bring it to you and take it out with you, Lord God. And Father, I just thank you. I just thank you for the women that are listening to this today. And I just pray, Lord God, that this, that they will be encouraged in some way by you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, Grace and Michelle, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank Thank you. you for having us. All right, ladies, thank you for listening to another episode of the Woman Podcast. To stay connected with us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at Woman Conference. Yeah. And Grace, tell us about that Facebook page. Yes, join our Woman Facebook group. Okay. It's just an area for us to communicate, be involved in each other's lives. So be a part of that. Yep. And then like and subscribe. Ask a question, do all the things, and we'll see you back next week. Yes. See you, ladies.